Hi, I'm James Schilling Law for Insider Travel Report, and today I'm here with Brandon Townsley, who's the Vice President and Managing Director of North America for Celestial. And uh, if you saw some of our coverage uh, earlier this month, uh, Celestial has been making a lot of news lately. It's basically a whole new cruise line with new ships, new itineraries, new sales team in a way. Uh, and we're going to talk to Brandon about all that and how it's it's really going to revolutionize cruising in the Med and, uh, as we learned, uh, in the UAE around there in those those areas as well. And we're going to find out about that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Brandon, how are you? Good to see you. I'm, I'm, I'm well, thank you. We're a busy time of season, very exciting things going on. So uh, happy to be here and, and share some insights with you. Yeah, and actually, as I mentioned, uh, you know, really, it was just a few weeks ago that uh, a couple of weeks ago that you announced a, a lot of new things. Uh, you you had actually we knew about you have two new ships replacing your two old ships. You have new itineraries, and now you know you're adding people, a new team. How, yeah. how did this all seemingly happen so quickly? Uh... <laughs> I, I want to say part of it is just circumstance, um, but uh, otherwise, you know, with uh, um, our ownership, which is private equity, right. uh, you know, there's a board of directors and they have a very aggressive growth plan. Um, part of that growth plan is further penetrating the North American market mm -hmm. and to do so, uh, assigning resources and uh, bringing in um, uh, new positions and new roles and an increased focus on uh, supporting sales and sourcing guests through uh, the North American Travel Advisor. Um, and uh, this is a very large and dynamic uh, market. In, in, uh, we, we use the words travel advisor, trade, uh, as a very broad, um, a descriptive uh, sort of statement, but uh, we, uh, this is a very large country um, and uh, the way the business is sourced and the channels that are available to us uh, are numerous. So in, in order to do that and apply effective strategy, what we've done is uh, applied and hired resources dedicated to each of those uh, available sales channels to us. So whether you know, this travel advisor or travel seller is an online travel agency, whether it's a host company, uh, whether it's um, a, a tour operator who have been very supportive of, of mm -hmm. us, given the nature of our of um, uh, what we offer, uh, and really identifying where the opportunities are in each of those channels and also other channels. I mean, we're now we're looking, uh, we have our sights set on growing um, our incentive group and, you know, talking about charters. Uh, so uh, there's a variety of sales channels available to us in North America. Um, and it was my job coming in to, you know, evaluate the landscape, provide recommendations, and then create resources that are available to boost sales uh, that, uh, uh, and that are assigned to each of those, those channels. And each channel has a different strategy. Of course. Constantly. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. each uh, travel seller in those channels has different business needs. So it was very important that we identify what those business needs are and apply the appropriate resources. So we've done a little bit of that. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen that. Um, uh, and, and then there's more to come. 
Absolutely. And we know there's more to come and, and there's more. And now you're going to finally get your new ships uh, going. Uh, you know, I, I as I knew Celestial, you had two ships at one point, uh, Celestial Crystal and Celestial Olympia. I was actually on right. Celestial Crystal about four times over the yeah. over my time. It's great ship, but now it's no longer part of the fleet. And your two new ships are Celestial Journey and Celestial Discovery. Uh, what what do those two new ships? What capabilities do they give you? They are larger. Uh, they do, I, th- I believe, has more amenities, more restaurants. I think one is a former sure. Costa ship, and one is a former Holland America ship. They're a little newer than your previous vessels. So, what what does this give you? What kind of thing in terms of capabilities to cruise uh, uh, more places in the Med and elsewhere? Yeah. So, uh, really, what it enhances is our guest experience. I mean, the ships are um, are new. They're not new ships, but they're new to us, of course. Um, uh, one vessel was uh, previously a Holland America vessel that was uh, very well liked and yeah. still has a following today. So. Uh, we are delighted to have Celestial Journey. Um, and then Celestial Discovery uh, was um, purchased from AIDA. I believe it was the AIDA. Oh, AIDA. Oh, okay, I made a mistake. Um, okay. No, uh, you could be right because it, it could have had, I'm not sure if it was built, I think it was built for a carnival, but it could have had a, a history beyond that. I'm not sure. Right. But just to put things in perspective, and I have a cheat sheet in front of me, um, the Olympia. Um, I believe was built in the 80s, so it was a, a rather older ship, um, and it was 42,000 some odd gross registered tons that was doing our uh, iconic, our three and four night Greek Isles, uh, which, by the way, isn't offered anywhere else in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, she had she hosted, I believe, 1,000, uh, 1,600 some odd guests, mm-hmm. so 42,000 tons. 1,600 some odd guests. Uh, now we've taken delivery of Discovery, who will basically assume her itineraries with a few tweaks here and there. Discovery is relatively the same size at right. 42,000 gross registered tons, uh, but only hosts about 1,200 guests. Okay. So now the guest to space ratio has increased. It's the same size, but we have less guests on board, plus the variety of staterooms that are available. I believe uh, the Celestial Olympia had maybe. 19, 20 rooms with verandas, and most of those were really the upper end suites. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of variety in staterooms when it comes to veranda, which are, of course, well sought after, especially in some place like the Greek Isles. Um, but uh, the Discovery um, has uh, 62 uh, veranda rooms. So okay. we've now upped the variety of veranda balcony staterooms that are available, and Discovery will go into a refurbishment next winter where we're actually going to cut steel and put more veranda categories wow, um, that's great. on board. So uh, you, you're right. You hit the, the nail on the head. Uh, the um, uh, the Discovery offers more in-guest amenities. We're able to offer a variety of uh, dining outlets that is that will parallel what we have available on the journey. Um, she has a she's a fantastic vessel. She was in great shape, and um, we uh, were shopping for a new vessel. And uh, this came on the market sort of last minute and in our consideration sh- uh, set. So our ownership saw the value in that the the, uh, the the vessel was in great shape, both above deck and below deck. It mm-hmm. presented a great opportunity, so uh, we jumped on it. So uh, that's why, to answer your question, is why we've been able to refurbish this 
uh, fleet so quickly is uh, we were just able to jump on a great vessel at a great price at the right time uh, that allowed us to actually accelerate our, so our, our, our vessel, our fleet refurbishment plan a little quicker, sooner uh, than we had originally intended, which is really exciting. Yeah. Talking about the crystal, or excuse me, the uh, celestial crystal ship, uh, which the journey, celestial journey uh, took over, and the journey is what you mentioned before was uh, previously a, a Holland America ship. She entered service back in September, first week of September, because I joined, I believe, in October, uh, and I sailed on her almost immediately. Uh, and to give you a perspective on that ship, uh, I believe uh, Celestial Crystal was a really small vessel, maybe yeah. 20,000 some odd gross tons, mm-hmm. um, whereas Journey is 55, uh, almost 56, I think, gross register tons. So it is a bigger vessel. Uh, but this is what the, is the really drives the point home is, I believe the Celestial Crystal hosted about 1,500 guests, and then yep. Celestial Journey uh, is uh, hosts about uh, 1,300, a little south of 1,300 guests, uh, 1,250 maybe. Uh, so again, we're you know less guests on a much bigger vessel, enhances the customer uh, uh, experience on board. Uh, plus, I believe there is less than 50, maybe 43 veranda categories on uh, staterooms on um Crystal, whereas Journey has uh, about 150 uh, staterooms and suites with verandas, I think 120 junior suites, and then uh, 28 suites as well that all have balcony uh, uh, veranda rooms. So that's really exciting that we're able to offer those types of of amenities to the guests, more space, more veranda categories to choose from, uh, a variety of restaurants on board, uh, Celestial Journey, which uh, I got to experience, which is amazing. Uh, anywhere from you know five star dining in Smoked Olive, which is an Italian base, to uh, Grill Seekers, which is the equivalent of a steakhouse. Uh, we have an Asian experience on board, um, and everything in between. So it's really exciting to to have uh, both these types of caliber vessels uh, enter uh, uh, the fleet so quickly and really accelerate and turn around. Uh, our our sweet uh, our excuse me our vessel refurbishment program. So when we go in and re- the ships return to service in March, um, it's it's basically a brand new fleet to us. I know, and so you, as I was suggested at the beginning, you're almost a brand new cruise line. Yeah, you know, you got the same Eastern Med, and well, I say Eastern Med, and then my next question goes to the fact that you are actually starting new itineraries, and right. they are in the Persian Gulf, and they're going to be debuting yeah. hopefully in, in November 2024. Yeah, uh, Persian November. Gulf and the Adriatic. And, and well, we're going to talk about the Adriatic for a second. I want to talk about this one first. So the Persian Gulf uh, with uh, Qatar, Oman, UAE, uh, it, these cruises, they do start this year, right? And how long will uh, Celestial be in that region? Uh, um, so it's a short uh, window. It's, it's um, and let me digress. Let me digress a little bit. This came around because uh, we saw traditionally, and a lot of people don't realize this, traditionally the company has had their ships tied up from late November, December, January, February, re-entering service in March. And I use sort of like an airline, uh, give you an airline position uh, perspective is that, you know, an airline, uh, uh, airplane not in the air isn't making any money. Well, a ship tied up isn't making any money. So there was a um, initiative um, uh, to get ships in service year round. 
uh, to, of course, we are a, a for-profit company and we want right. to make money and, uh, you know, additional profitability uh, allows us the means to further develop our customer experience and, you know, supports the acquisition or building of new ships and all those types of things. So there was a initiative to get those ships in the water operating year round. So what we've done with the, with the the celestial journey is uh, put her into service year round. And this is the UAE experience, our Persian Gulf itineraries, which we call our desert day uh, program, desert days program is the first step in that direction. So um, as we are looking at places to send the ships, keeping in mind that Greek Isles, Eastern Mediterranean will always be our core. That is our core business and will remain our core business. But we want to have tentacles that reach out into other regions so we can add uh, destinations um, and countries and uh, itineraries to our overall portfolio and our overall global footprint. But, but, uh, but nearby, nearby regions. Correct. So, so we looked at you know, Western Mediterranean and off-season and Adriatic right. and UAE. And really from the feedback we got from our uh, partners, primarily in the UK, um, as well as Europe, was that uh, the UAE, the Persian Gulf, is a sought-out destination that type of that time of year. And you know the stats show uh, the visitor stats to the UAE and, and that area in Dubai, Abu Dhabi, uh, Qatar is uh, you know is driven you know the, by uh, UK guests, European guests, mm-hmm. Asian guests, and we and we have partnerships in those regions of the world to source guests. So um, it made sense. Uh, of course, being from North America, you know, I'm, we're going to be tasked with you know, uh, finding some guests over here that would like to travel to that area of the world as well. Um, um, but the decision was really driven by um, the feedback we got from our, our European and our UK partners. Um, and uh, so we decided to reposition the ship over there during those months. Um, and then we're working with the local tourist boards and visitor um, you know, boards to really put together a really uh, attractive, uh, not only itinerary, which we've published, but also in our land programs and what we do and what we offer, why we're Oh, there. no, there's some fantastic um, land programs. And I've been lucky enough to, not not with you, because you didn't do them, but I have been lucky enough to do a cruise in that region. And it is a marvelous region. It's incredibly de- exotic and uh, very different, gives you a good uh, roundup of exactly what that place is. I did okay. Dubai, I did uh, Qatar, I did Abu Dhabi, I did Amman. And it really was an amazing cruise. And so yeah. it's going to be. Did I, you, I, were, yeah. Where did you visit Cervanias? No, I did not. I didn't do that. I'm, I'm really excited about that destination. Uh, yeah, it sounds uh, like you've got a few more things in there, too. There's yeah. definitely some Emirates that uh, we, we don't know about that uh, that we, that I think would be great cruise ports. Right. Everybody knows about Dubai. I think they know they're increasingly know about Qatar. Uh, and and they know about Abu Dhabi. I think those are the big ones that people know yeah. about. But the other and one, one thing we're doing is we're taking a close look at how we can incorporate our shore offerings with all the festivities and sporting events that go on oh, yeah. in the, at that time of the world. I mean, you got uh, football games, you got car races, you got all sorts of festivals and, and things that are going on. And um, you Abu Dhabi and Dubai and um, Doha are really aggressive about. Um, you know, promoting those events and those uh, things that go on in their respective com- com- uh, countries and sourcing uh, visitors from all over the world to visit uh, their their city and their country. So 
we're tuned into them. Um, we had a team in, uh, in that visited the region last week and had a great set of meetings. So we're really looking forward into to, uh, uh, to launching our, our land offerings and, and raising the visibility on everything there is to do and see in that part of the world. And then you mentioned uh, earlier about the Adriatic uh, mm. and you are going to be in the Adriatic. And I think that's going to become one of your kind of core cruises, if I understand the the heavenly Adriatic, uh, the summerly heavenly Adriatic, and the idyllic Aegean will be kind of the three core cruises. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the Adriatic? And and is that year round too, or is that just just in the summer? No, that's uh, seasonally. So okay. uh, we launched that the heavenly Adriatic in March, because um, uh, this all came about because of uh, the. Um, uh, the, the conflict in in the, the Israel, Israel, Israel Gaza, yeah. and we had we had a very popular itinerary that we're sick about um, uh, called Three Continents, where our, right. we would take our guests to really Asia, Europe, Asia, and, and Africa, calling on, um, of course, you're leaving Athens, um, and then you'd call on uh, Kusadasi and mm-hmm. uh, Israel and Egypt and some exciting uh, destination uh, excursions that are available in each of those, and, and it was a very extremely popular itinerary, but unfortunately, circumstances prevent us from operating it. We yeah. do plan to go back in uh, November of 2025. Um, so, yeah, no, I was wondering about that. I know I heard that it's not, it was a great itinerary. Obviously, right now it's not so great, but hopefully. You know, by uh, you think what maybe the end of next year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we have we are slated to go back in the fall of next year uh, on celestial discovery. Um, so we do have those itineraries are planned, uh, and we do plan to return just as soon as possible because they were extremely popular. Um, but uh, for two thousand March of two thousand twenty four, we did have to find an alternative itinerary. So we wanted to again expand our tentacles. We wanted to add some destinations and some countries to our portfolio of regions we visit. Uh, so we looked at the Adriatic and we've developed this itinerary. Uh, so we now are able to include uh, from Athens calling on um, um, Kotor uh, in, um, in, in Montenegro um, and Dubrovnik with an overnight in uh, Croatia, uh, along with calling in Bari in the Pelusia region of Italy. Oh, so well, that's a perfect, that's a, great, that's a great itinerary. Anyway, you can... <laughs> yeah, three new countries. We have uh, Montenegro, uh, uh, Croatia, and Italy, uh, all in one itinerary, as well with uh, some Ionian calls um, uh, in Greece uh, and the Ionian Sea. So that's a great itinerary. And then uh, for the summer of 2025, the the heavenly Adriatic will actually call, um, it'll go up to uh, uh, Venice um, Mm -hmm. and back to Athens. Uh, So it'll call on again on uh, Montenegro. Uh, I believe Split is on that itinerary and Venice, uh, some calls on the Ionian Sea back to Athens. Uh, And that's great because then guests can back to back that with a seven day idyllic and get a full uh, Adriatic as well as a Greek Isles cruise all in one. Uh, So that's uh, we're very excited about adding that itinerary uh, in July and August of 2025. Now, any other itineraries you want to highlight? I know you you have your your really classic stuff like the idyllic Aegean and things like that. That ones I've been on several times, which yep. is actually the best way to explore Greece, at least the first time you go. And I've been there a few times with you uh, because you go to so many islands and you explore so many places that yep. with they, you go to the classics, you go to Santorini and Mykonos, but you also go yep. to places like Milos and Syros, yep. and Samos, and Patmos, yeah, Eos and Kos. I, every Os I know. Uh, 
so it's 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 uh, really a great way. And then you know, I still have uh, great fond memories of exploring like places like Milos, and so that's that's. A, and then of course you do go to Kujadasi and things like that, right? Yeah. So what's really exciting, I find really exciting about both our seven nights idyllic uh, Greek Isles itinerary on journey, and now Discovery with our iconic that does the three and four night cruises, which I mentioned earlier. Um, you can't get anywhere else in the industry. Um, on the seven night, I mean, you get that classic Santorini and, and Mykonos um, and Patmos. But remember, we our legacy, our heritage is is Greece. Is right. so we do Greece like nobody else. So we are the Greek specialists. We own um, you know the Greek Isles um, and really the Eastern Mediterranean because that is our core. That is our specialty. So uh, we really offer that immersive, experiential type uh, holiday. Uh, on board, whether you're you know onshore on one of our award-winning shore excursions, uh, or you're 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 on board and uh, treat yourself to some Eastern Mediterranean or, or Greek food that's available on our menus. I mean, it's it's really unique. So uh, with other brands, I mean, you might have a North American experience and be, have all your familiar. Uh, dining and culinary experiences while you're on board. You have that Greek experience on shore, but when you come on board, you know, it's, it's not the same as what we offer on board with that, you know, that Greek hospitality. Uh, well, the, the food is great. I got to tell you, if I remember correctly, it's all, it's Greek, it's whatever you want, but it's, it was, it's, it's people think, Oh, you know, and, and, you know, with the pricing that you have, it's actually pretty astounding uh, that, that you give that kind of experience uh, with culinary yeah. as well. And we have an, an inclusive component to our, uh, our fairs where we do offer, um, uh, uh, beer and wine with uh, meals and right. short excursion credit and all those sort of things. But getting back to the itinerary, so the journey operates at seven night idyllic, uh, which is you know the, the, the traditional Mykonos and um, uh, Santorini and Patmos. But what's unique about our three and four night itineraries that po- most people don't realize, which is available on Celestial Discovery, is we it's the most immersive cruise product out there because we visit and call on two ports a day. So the ship actually leaves uh, either Lavrion or Athens. Um, and that evening you spend the afternoon and most of the evening in Mykonos. And then next day you're in Santorini in the morning and then another port in the afternoon. Then the next day if you're in another port uh, in the morning, which then leads to another port in the afternoon uh, before returning to Athens. So it's really the best way to see the Greek Isles, which right. many people many people comment. Uh, you know, we it was a best vacation, but we're exhausted because there was so much to see <laughs> and do. You didn't want to miss anything because you were in a lot of these uh, islands and really got a, a you know more in depth because we go further and you know really the experience and the culture and everything uh, that they get to experience that they uh, might not experience um, uh, Greece in any other way so uh that's what that that three and four night uh offers and 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 travel advisors love to package that uh with a stay in athens and um uh, especially in the north american market so it's it's really a unique product offering that's not available uh anywhere else uh but only through uh celestial and just being being able to get on board unpack once and see possibly eight greek islands uh, in four days. That's, I mean, that's, uh, you do pack them in. And I was, I, as I said, I've been on that cruise. Now, is that the t- kind of cruise that you work with tour operators a lot on too? Yeah. Right? Our tour operator partners love it. Yep. Okay. 
because that they can pack it in and then they do some land as well and add it on yep. so you get a seven or ten day tour that includes a three or four day cruise on celestial so yeah yep. uh, it, it's a great way I mean, how, how can you visit greece without visiting the islands you know so, exactly yeah. Uh, now, one of the things I did want to talk, we, we started talking about it earlier, but you, you've also uh, grown and really restructured your sales team. Uh, and that was part of the big announcement. Uh, how many people did you add and, and what will they be tasked to do? You were talking about uh, address different uh, distribution channels. And so yeah. obviously you're going to be focused on all the different distribution channels. Uh, and how do you think this will help Celestial work even more effectively with travel advisors? Yeah, so um, I think we've grown. I've added three additional heads, um, and we're going to grow uh, some more. Um, but basically, we sort of just had before IRI the sales team that was in the field that was trying to be everything to everybody, which right. is a, a very difficult task. So you take a look at the business. We've identified where the business is currently being sourced from. Uh, you online travel agents, your tour operators, which have been very supportive. And those are sort of our traditional bases, the tour operators. Um, and then uh, your our host and uh, host, uh, uh, some guests coming through the host, uh, our host agency partners has grown exponentially. Uh, so uh, what we've done is we've assigned and created roles responsible for each of those um uh, each of those channels. Uh, so we have our traditional BDM team that'll be out there and, and mining for the business and developing the business um, uh, and finding new partners uh, and, and developing those relationships. Um, and I've brought in Elena Rodriguez, who's uh, was formerly with Princess for 20 some odd years. Um, mm -hmm. So she joined us uh, the beginning of uh, the year, as well as brought in Scott Moore, who is responsible for our key accounts and partnerships. Um, and that's where he'll be focusing on uh, the different top accounts in each of those uh, buckets that I've for those channels that I've mentioned, the OTAs, the host agencies, uh, and uh, our, some of our tour operator partners. Uh, so then we have uh, uh, resources dedicated uh, to the business needs of each of those models. Uh, we've also brought in a, a, someone to uh, manage our trade marketing, not only traditionally working with uh, trade folks like and, and people like yourself, uh, but also uh, helping us out with marketing plans that we do with uh, our, with our partners and making sure they have the assets they need uh, to sell uh, Celestial and, and uh, you know, uh, basically um, oversee that whole process and the creative process and supporting them uh, in their marketing efforts. Um, so uh, we're really uh, focused on providing support in, in many different areas, not only for traditional sales, but also uh, their marketing needs as we grow the business, because uh, a travel advisor is our marketing partner. Uh, right, they're out right, there right. marketing our, our, our product as well. And I want to make sure we want to make sure that they have the resources available to them uh, to properly uh, uh, market uh, uh, Celestial and uh, in, in throughout North America. We're also looking at we're totally blowing up our trade portal, uh, reimagining um, our online training program. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, uh, we're I want to say it's, it's starting from scratch. Um, so we're going to be uh, implementing uh, some of those new things and new initiatives as we go on in the year. No, fantastic. And uh, it's encouraging news. It sounds like you're now you got a lot more to sell now with all the, the new ships right. and the new itineraries now. And um, you mentioned earlier, what would you say? What's the percentage of guests you get from North America right now? 
Oh, uh, it's north of 60%. Okay. So that you are really focused. I know you got, you know, Brits and uh, other people and, and uh, I even had some Greeks on, uh, oh, yeah. and I was on. So it's interesting. It's, and it's a great sort of international mix, but a lot of Americans. Now uh, I understand you also have some, you, you really put right. some special offers out there. Uh, more value and things like that. It is a great value. I got to tell you for the price and the value. And then when you have special offers, it's even more, right? Yep, yeah, because we have uh, our um, celestial experience fairs, which are an inclusive fair, which include right. things like uh, beverages at, at, at during mealtime and a Shorex credit and things of that nature. Then we have an, uh, an enhanced price uh, rate that is, becomes more inclusive. Um, and then uh, we have uh, promotions out there, like we have a wave promotion and they jump from the celestial fair to the uh, plus fair is actually at 50% off on select sailings. We have reduced single supplements. We are a great cruise line uh, for singles uh, that are traveling in the region. Um, and uh, we have some other offers out there to um, really uh, highlight certain sailings and the amenities that are offered on those sailings. Uh, so that is uh, going through the, the end of uh, February. Uh, which we're really excited about. Fantastic. Now, is there anything else you want to tell our 126,000 travel advisors out there about Celestial today? And it is really, as I mentioned, a whole new cruise line with a whole new plan and and, and some great uh, new and existing itineraries. And and I always think it's it's the best way I found to see Greece. And it, for some Americans who want to try uh, the uh, UAE in that area, Oman, uh, I think it might be the best way to see that when you start those cruises. Yeah. Uh, just keep an eye on this space. You know, our wave uh, campaign is you had to be there. And I just want to make sure that travel advisors are aware. And our goal is to make them aware uh, of Celestial and what we have to offer. So I encourage everybody to watch this space because I, I I said earlier when you know, you know, we're not done yet. I mean, we're still growing mm -hmm. um, and news comes out every single week about new product offerings, uh, new onshore programs. We keep growing our North American sales team so it'll the news will keep coming so right. please uh, continue to watch this space as we continue to evolve in north america um, if uh, travel advisors out there wondering who my bdm is or who should i contact to learn more about celestial oh one other uh uh, uh role that we added was a uh, manager for training and development, totally dedicated uh, to our, our travel partners uh, who will be doing webinars and works with our different travel partners and training their uh, networks of uh, independent contractors and all sorts of things. Uh, so she is developing training programs and educational modules and all that kind of stuff. So that's another resource we've added, but uh, please contact us. Um, Inside sales at Celestial Cruises is probably the most memorable and easiest way to get hold of us. Just okay. raise your hand and say, I want to know more, more about Celestial and uh, we'll be happy to get in contact uh, with the travel advisor uh, and provide them any information they need and, and get them going marketing and selling Celestial. Fantastic. And uh, just yeah, that's that's the, the the and what is the website that they can go to find out more? Celestial.com. Just Celestial.com. Very simple. So they got some great resources and more to come, it sounds like, yep. in terms of what you're doing in the program. Yep. Uh, well, Brandon, uh, first of all, congratulations. And you're kind Thank of you. tasked with kind of remaking this whole uh, uh, distribution sales team and everything else. You've got great new products. Uh, I was a really uh, I loved Celestial before. 
Uh, sounds like I love it even more now. Uh, it's a great way to see Greece, and now it's going to be a great way to see the Adriatic and other countries And as you expand, and now the UAE. And it really, for the value you get on that cruise, uh, I don't think it can be matched in many places. So uh, again, congratulations on all this great news coming out, and we look forward to more, more to come. Great. Thank you for the time, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. It was good to see you. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.